Uh, welcome to Conspiracy What, or if you've listened before, welcome back to Conspiracy What, the show where we talk about conspiracies. Wow. Say what? Hey, really? Say what? All right. And who is that? Who is our... It sounds sort of familiar. A lovely, a lovely duo today for guests. Not just one. But two. Yeah, today with us, we have Angel and Celine. Hi. Hey. And of course, we have Allie, and of course, there's me. That's why I'm talking. And today, we are talking about a very kind of odd one, one that's been brought up consistently throughout the last few years. <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about we're talking about the weather today and the weather men. Now, specifically, this is not the weather underground, right? Because if is you look it called? up, that's what you're gonna find. Yeah, yeah. if you look up weathermen, yeah, only the weather underground. That's how secretive the real weathermen are, Ooh. is Damn that they're hard to research. I'm just saying, like, you can find the New World Order. That's not really a secret. But the weathermen, you cannot find anything on. Uh, but we're talking about that. We're talking about a little little thing called harp and a whole host of other stuff, right? Yep. Cool. Don't leave me hanging. What, you want to go into it? Well, I mean, we've already talked to Angel before about his favorite conspiracy, but I wanted to ask Celine as her intro... What is your favorite conspiracy? I wouldn't say this one's my favorite, but I definitely was interested when you guys brought it up because my cousin had told me long ago about how airplanes, the trails they leave, um, they're putting stuff in the air for us. Chemtrails, yes. Um, And I always laughed at that idea. And then I was like, holy shit, he might have been onto something. (laughs) She literally, we were researching and she was like, oh, I think this is what I believe now. <laughs> this is my new religion. <laughs> I think I'm a weatherman. <laughs> cool. Hopefully she's not a man. <laughs> you can be part of the weatherman. It's okay. I think there is, I did see something somewhere that said weather women, but I think it was talking about the terrorist group. Probably. So. Are you sure it wasn't just talking about people who give you the weather? No. Which would be weather women, right? <laughs> well, I mean, if you look up weathermen conspiracy, all you get is the terrorist group. So, and then it's brought up weather women. I also got that video from SNL where like the teleprompter goes out, and so the weatherman flips out, and I think it's like Will Ferrell in there. That came up during my research. I looked up like weatherman conspiracy, and then that was one of the first videos that popped up. Is just Will Ferrell going bananas. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't find that. I didn't find that either. I felt that was important to include. Yeah. Definitely. If you type in weather women, you just get a bunch of people arguing over who is the most beautiful weather newscaster. <laughs> so that's... Thank you for Googling that. I figured I'd check just to see. <laughs> so um, what we are actually talking about is these people that control the weather. And basically um, it's like... Allegedly. 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 Yes. Or they do. Uh, and it's generally the government or like rich people or could be U.S., could be everywhere. And they control the weather for nefarious purposes. Yeah, whether their it be, goal is to take over the world using the weather. I always love, I love conspiracies where they're like, their goal is to do insert generic thing. 
like take over the world, but it's never really like a, what are they going to do with it? It's just yeah. a, they're going to own it, but with rainstorms, which is <laughs> odd in this one. I will make that, it rain every day. <laughs> to me, that just sounds like one of those, one of, one of the worst episodes of the Flash series on the CW. I feel like it just like I have to think about some people like what about people that are already in rainy places like what about people in Oregon just like no now you're gonna subdued now you're just gonna dry them out now you bring out the sun all of a sudden bam ecosystem gone well interestingly like all of all the stuff I looked up it was just about making it rain and never about trying to create heat which I'm assuming that's what they're gonna go for next (laughs) maybe they just haven't figured that part out yet because like the science behind um, cloud seeding and everything it was actually, it's actually pretty interesting once I started mm-hmm. reading into it like we'll obviously get into it later but like what they're doing yeah. and stuff like that but now that you bring it up I didn't see anybody doing a sun dance either and, not necessarily well, but they have done like climate change is fabricated kind of thing so like yeah. the whole planet is heating up because of some kind of worldwide thing but well that- actually now that you bring it up the funny thing is i just now remembered something i didn't look up uh is the chinese are trying to create an artificial sun and i completely forgot about that <laughs> oh, yeah they were trying to that. send it they already did a test run on it it's like a satellite with a bunch of mirrors but it is supposed to increase the sunlight in their yeah, smoggy ass cities so yeah oh not only are they using ground artillery to launch silver iodide into their atmosphere to create rain. Now they are also trying to create a sun. Yeah. I feel, I feel like those two would cancel each other out. You can have sun with rain. It'll rain. just be blaring sunlight and also... It'll just be rain. hot rain. That's that's <laughs> all it'll be. They'll go from smog to hot rain. They'll just create their own summer monsoon. Yeah. I well, see that um, Illuminati has become a general term in this. I don't know if that yeah. was just Cameron or... It was one of my favorites when I read it. Okay. The way it should be. Illuminati! Oh! Uh, okay, so no. let's, let's get into this. <laughs> let's let's it, it get into this. It had to be said with the accent. <laughs> That's how I was imagining it, so thank you. Thank you for bringing it to life. <laughs> anyway, back to the topic at hand. Anyway, going into the actual topic that we're talking about today, uh... This is basically that either the government or the cults or the The New World Order secret agents for other countries, somebody is controlling the weather for nefarious purposes. And those purposes are to make it rain, right? But not like like at a strip club, though. Like dollar bills. No dollar dollar bills. (laughs) No dollar dollar bills. Uh, More of actual rain. Yeah, it's like rain and... And, like, the thought is that they're using, like, one of the systems that might be doing this, for instance, is HARP, uh, which is essentially just, it's been quoted as a Star Wars laser, which is my favorite version of it. Um, Makes it sound more fun than it actually is. Even if it is a weather manipulation thing, it's not like this giant blasting laser out of the sky. It's not going to destroy Aldernon, but it's meant to incapacitate our world, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like if it's like if they blasted the laser in Star Wars just to kill themselves. That's yeah. Just bounce it off and then come right back down and everyone dies. Hold up, Vader's doing crack. <laughs> so this Put is a that real on the thing. Shirt. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that shirt. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I thought was funny. <laughs> 
when I started researching this harp thing was like you go to their homepage on their website and I'm scrolling through and it has like a lot of like little tabs that you can open up to for like a, like a, like a frequently asked questions page almost, but it, this is on their home screen. It's not like you don't have to like dig for this, but as you go through the frequently asked questions, it says like the history of it, where were we based? Where did this happen? Where did that happen? And then it's just like an entire section just dedicated to all of the conspiracies behind harp and just like, denying every single one of them like the does heart create chemtrails no period just <laughs> it was pretty amusing to read through those it makes them more suspicious honestly it just makes me think of the moon landing when i was looking up like nasa's rebuttal to all the different moon landing things and basically they were like that's stupid that's dumb that's ridiculous and that was pretty much the only answer they were giving they were just like that's not how it works and then moved on which is it's not the best answer and why would they admit to it anyway, so? Well, yeah, they're not going to admit to <laughs> yeah. it at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Weathermen are often uh, thought to be a part of the New World Order, uh, which often the New World Order or the Illuminati pop up on conspiracies like this. You hear it all the time. You've heard it on a podcast multiple times. But the New World Order is a little bit different. I just wanted to mention this. Uh, a lot of people think they're similar to the Illuminati, where like they're out to kill you and they're out to destroy the world. And that's not necessarily true. Uh, if they're out to kill you specifically, it's to save like a hundred million other people. So you gotta like balance that out. But they are more for like, I mean, like it says, world order rather than world destruction. They want to just have organized chaos that has goals for across peace. the whole world infiltrate to dominate right yeah so they're really just here to in theory in their own convoluted way help out the planet whether you believe that planet's flat or spherical either way they're there to help uh yeah so let's get into going deeper here let's get into where everything kind of originated so in uh april of 1997 the secretary of defense willem William Cohen uh, came out and warned about the use of weather-related weaponry. Um, he was talking about how uh, other countries are trying to design or engineer some sort of um, device that could trigger an eco-terrorist attack um, using like electromagnetic waves to set off earthquakes, volcanoes, that kind of thing. Um, and it's also not the only time that we've heard about the government being involved in trying to create like an eco-weapon um, based on not just controlling the weather, but obviously that's our primary topic here today. The biggest thing here with his, before we move into Project Storm Fury, with this uh, defense brief that he gave, is this was the first time that you had had, or one of the few times at least, where you've had like an actual official of the military or of the government that has admitted that there are people that are trying to actively use eco-terrorism. Yeah. And it was kind of a big, it was also, it's weird because I read the whole defense briefing and he actually only gave this information after someone asked him a question about terrorism. This was a brief bit to his entire speech. It wasn't, it wasn't what the speech was about. A lot of sites kind of make it out to be that, but it's not. It was really just kind of this brief little thing where he said, we have intel that there are other countries, like specific groups that were trying to do that. Mm. But yeah, but yeah, Project Storm Fury, tell us about that. Oh, wait, sorry. Before we go into Project Storm Fury, um, Cohen mentioned the electromagnetic waves, and I was reading that some people believe um, the shock of the electromagnetic waves actually washed up the um, whales um, in the ocean, which I thought was like pretty 
pretty interesting or pretty weird to think about. I mean, if you think about it, though, like whales won't swim out to the shore. So yeah. something would have just pushed them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there has to be consequences and reactions. And I'm sure, like, they probably really didn't care that much, which is sad to say. But if you're trying to manipulate Mother Nature already, then you're yeah. you know, a couple of a couple of whales. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't see anything about that. That's that's really interesting. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, going back to Project Storm Fury, um, this goes back all the way to the 40s. Um, in the early 40s, the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Air Force were flying um, reconnaissance missions into tropical storms. And it, it first started as a way of trying to identify how bad the storms were going to be if they hit like a civilized area or, or a military base. And then what that ended up turning into was they were trying to record scientific data. And obviously they, they claim, and I'm sure initially it probably was just to find out a better way they can either like combat it or, you know, come up, come up with some sort of better emergency reaction to tropical storms, because obviously we, there's still, you know, nothing that, is within our capabilities to prevent one. Um, well, the only thing that we really can do is just evacuate and try and prepare the best we can. But eventually that kind of turned into this mission where they almost tried to replicate or control them. I did read something about um, in the 60s, the, so the program got shut down. This program actually, where they were recording scientific data was called the National Hurricane Research Project. And they shut that down very briefly for, I, believe when I read was like a period of like 10 to 15 years. And uh, when it did come back um, in the early 60s, they were doing more research and more data. And then in 62, they began um, trying to seed in the middle of these hurricanes to see if they could gain control over its movement or try and, you know, they claim regress. But in theory, if you can try and soften the blow of a hurricane, you can also try and amplify it. So I'm right. sure there was a, that was a double-edged sword there. Why don't we just shoot nukes into it? We could just shoot nukes into it. Maybe we should try that for the next one. I don't know. <laughs> that is really interesting. Well, like, keep in mind, even though we are talking about a conspiracy, both of the things that we just went over are real things. Like, these have been confirmed. This actually happened. These attempts were tried and, and publicly are acknowledged. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these things are real things, and it's just whether or not they're really trying to weaponize these things or not, and whether or not people like this should have that kind of power. Yeah. Like, should we be able to create thunderstorms and shit on a whim? I mean, you feel like to an extent, as, as a governing body, you'd have to kind of be dumb to not try, because if yeah. somebody else could... I mean, it's the same with the nuclear race, like... Do we really want to have the biggest nuke? Well, yeah, because we don't want to not have the biggest nuke. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and that was one of the things that they talked about in the defense briefing with Cohen, too, is it kind of came out of that, is talking about how how are you going to defend if you don't have the same technology that they do? And kind of going into that, the USAF, United States Air Force, uh, 2025 briefing that came out, which was, this was a plan that came out, I don't remember what year, uh, it's another real plan, it's another real thing. However, it has to deal with similar things to what we were just talking about. It's about the government planning for what they thought the world was going to look like in 2025, 
and this was sometime in the 90s, I believe, that this was a thing. Uh, it might have been before that. But basically what this kind of details is the idea that we're going to be attacked by another country and they're going to have things that are beyond what like a nuclear bomb would do, where they're going to destroy the ability to live somewhere rather than just destroy the actual people living there. So like things like they legitimately mention uh, crop destroying robotic bugs, <laughs> which it sounds a bit like science fiction. Uh, I guess it's not completely Sounds crazy. like it's viable. You just threw in robots. Yeah, I mean, like, I like how they just went straight for just bugs, like, robotic bugs that are designed to, like, eat your crops, though. I mean, I imagine that, like, if you get a giant tank that shoots chainsaw blades, you could get the same effect <laughs> to any crop. I mean, it can also run over the cornfields, so, like, it's slicing them and running over well, it. That's not fun. I mean, Take what that. kind of ecoterrorism is that? And you want to make it discreet. You can't make it discreet with some flying blades. That's true, but I mean, if someone catches a robotic bug, I feel like... Birds are robots, bugs can be robots. Birds and no one's going to really catch bugs, they're going to be swatting them away, or... That's true. I'm going to scream and run in the opposite direction. Yeah. It's true. Like, so maybe it's the robotic or it's not. Maybe the plan was for you, Angel. I mean, you do live near corn. That's... <laughs> they're like, hmm, what's it going to look like in 2025? Probably a lot of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but on top of that, we also have two other things, which was weather manipulation that popped up and uh, also satellite laser technology, like, like what kind James of Bond death like beams three. that come down from the sky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are all things that are detailed in a 3,300 page document. So it's mm. not small. Someone was busy. Someone was very busy. <laughs> it was someone's job to write that. And I imagine it might have been a science fiction writer. But regardless, this is a real thing that the United States Air Force is planning. And then so, he turned around and wrote the Austin Powers movies. <laughs> they didn't use his plans, so he used his own plans. Is that <laughs> what you're telling us? Yes. <laughs> Except he attached them to sharks this time. Uh, but yeah, I, I want to bring that up uh, because it fits in with what we were talking about. But now let's kind of go. So there's a spectrum of this that is both real and possibly not real, which is where the conspiracy comes in a little bit heavier. And that is HARP. H-A-A-R-P. Are you supposed to I mean, say you the say, acronym? You or? could say HARP. Like, you could say it with the extra A, but I don't feel like it helps. I don't... So every, like I, every time I say it as the acronym, I think of those commercials of, like, the soldiers, like, talking about, oh, you know, and then it hit me, and then it just, like, flashes to them just being a parent or something, because yeah. ARP is their insurance or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking about, too, like, this entire time. Weather every insurance. Time, every time I say it as an acronym, that's the first thing that pops in my head. Okay, so HARP. <laughs> so HARP, and we're not talking about the instrument. As devastating as that would this be is if an I could instrument control of the weather. destruction. <laughs> okay. We're talking about the government-funded... Star Wars laser for weather manipulation. Secretly. Secretly. Allegedly. Allegedly. So right. what they say it actually was doing was basically just taking data, I think. Um, they were studying the ionosphere and, I don't know, trying to figure out ways to enhance communications or surveillance systems. And Yeah, even at this point, it's not... Like like I was saying, I was going through their um, website, and they still don't necessarily say what the end goal is. Yeah. 
they just kind of say, hey, we just shoot radio waves out into the ionosphere and it makes something, it makes this section of air like really hot for a minute. And then we take that data from there. And then all that heat just dissipates because the sun makes the ionosphere unstable. That was like every, nice. sing every single question they had, like their answer was, no, we don't hurt the, the ecosystem because the sun creates and destroys the ionosphere. So we're fine. Nature does it for us. Yeah. Yeah, they never so, really said like what their end goal of use was. Which I think is where a lot of the conspiracy comes from. Um, but there was actually another guy who had a patent for the harp thing before the government, which I think is also weird. And his patent says that it's for, or it can be used as a weather modification system. Yeah. Uh, specifically there. What was his name? Uh, Eastland, Bernard Eastland. Uh, specifically, the quote from his original patent from 1987 was, weather modification is possible by, for example, altering upper atmosphere wind patterns or altering solar absorption patterns by constructing one or more plumes of atmospheric particles, which will act as a lens or focusing device. Uh, he put that into more simple terms on his own website. He has a website for himself. Uh, and he said in that website that basically what you're doing is you're shooting plasma up into the air. You're using the kinetic energy to kind of form your own zone of, zone of weather. And that's basically what he said his device could do. And Eastland was working for the government when HARP was being built. And his for patent is, yes. Yeah. And his patent is also called the same thing. They claim no relation, but... But he worked for them. Right. Which I think is really dumb. Right. <laughs> How is there no relation when the guy that literally made the patent first is working for you? And it's called the same thing. The exact same thing. Right. But it's like they didn't want to say they were related to him. Probably because, because of the wording of his patent. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I watched a documentary, uh, like a short one about it, and the interviewer was like, there's a paper trail, and the representative for the government said, no, there's no paper trail that I'm aware of. And I'm sitting there thinking, the patent is a paper trail for the same device, but they claim it's different because they shoot a different amount of uh, watts into the air when they do it. But then you can just just as easily turn around and say, okay, well, you up your wattage, and then boom, you have a weather modification system. Yeah. Right. I imagine they have and control And who's to say they didn't watts. do that, right. you know? exactly. But like, apparently they were really secretive about it out there in Alaska. Um, it, and they, it they turned it over to the University of Alaska. Like, so technically, it's not government-operated anymore. Yeah. But so how much, but they're the ones funding. The government, um, the government version of HARP was shut down in 2013. Right. Um, and it was fully, supposedly, the official building was shut down in 2015 with no more experiments being done. They claim that they don't use it anymore. But people that live in the area also claim that they still use it. So I don't know which one is true. Uh, but the part of the reason why this is shut down, like you may be asking like if they are legitimately just using it to research radio waves and how they bend around the ionosphere, then why would they shut it down? Uh, the European Union also went against them heavily on this project because they said that it was a possible dangerous society and the government wouldn't give them a representative that would directly explain what it was used for. They gave them a statement, but not a direct representative to come talk to them. So they said it needs to be shut down until it can be further investigated, and the U.S. government wasn't allowing it to be investigated. So 
Yeah. So when the rest of the world is saying this is a dangerous thing and is a danger to society, like... And the U.S. government's just saying, no, no, different wattage, guys. (laughs) It's fine. I mean, to be fair, the wattage is quite a bit different. I believe he said something around 300 million wattage was what... uh, was the wattage that Eastland wanted to use, whereas Harp only ever used 3 million watts at one time. So it is a big difference, but I feel like that's not a big enough difference to say our machine's completely different than this guy who has a patent with the same exact machine in the same name. That is working for us. Yeah. This thing about radio waves bouncing into the ground, I guess if you've got 30 million watts, you could do something crazy like allegedly control earthquakes and shit not just in the air. So I guess if this is actually something that the or that the EU was able to speculate, I mean, it sounds pretty damn dangerous. <laughs> but then the US government, of course, is like, nah, it's safe. Like most things we say are safe, right? Yeah. There was a time getting in an elevator was safe. Now they can give you cancer. Ah. How do the elevators give you cancer? Everything uh, gives you cancer. I don't know, cancer. but they're posted in all of the damn elevators. Oh, what? you live in California. Oh, man. When, <laughs> no matter where you go over here, everywhere, Taco Bell, you got all the restaurants have the same thing. We, our foods can cause cancer. Every elevator in California is required to have a little plaque that says... According to the state of California, getting and riding in this elevator could expose you to the possibility of getting cancer. What the fuck? Who decided that? Why? How did they decide that? And we're talking about the weather today, so we won't get into it. I can go down a rabbit hole all day. I'm not going to do it. Oh, you uh, anyway, so that's the weather machine. <laughs> Let's talk about chemtrails. Yes, Celine's favorite. Really? Okay, Celine, tell us about chemtrails. All right, so chemtrails are toxic chemicals. Um, said to be released by some airplanes, government airplanes, from what I read of. And, you know, they're the little white cloudy trails that they leave while they're flying above. Um, It's said to either be mind controlling, to make us either sick or to control the weather. Um, Interestingly, I was telling Angel that um, when you see a regular airplane like that a commercial flight commercial flight you don't see those Jet little trails um you only see them in just some some random yeah and it's it's said that that stream is just condensation from the engines that are leaving the trail behind mm-hmm. right. and i'm sure that's believable i mean like the science behind it would back it up i'm i would suppose but again why don't you see it on all planes i mean all cars create <laughs> condensation right why not all planes? Not all planes. Uh, no, that is interesting. Though. I, I mean, I've, one of the things I've heard is the reason why it doesn't happen in all planes is it depends on what their flight path is. So how high they're going up in the sky, too. Because, you know, from down below, sometimes it's also hard to tell, like, whether or not they're 30,000 feet in the air or 15,000 feet in the air. Like, it's difficult to actually figure that out from that perspective. Uh, you can do it at surface area level. Cars don't leave jet streams behind. That's the only difference. Oh, but they do leave a, a fog residue when that's fair. Colder. Cam's a non-believer. That's essentially what a jet stream is. It's just an exhaust trail, essentially. Yeah. So the question that I would have with chemtrails is how does the trail influence our weather, mind control, and crop damage? Well, same as you would use a prop plane for crop dusting 
right? Like, but, but those are lower, right? They don't fly at like they're low, but feet they're also not. They're also not trying to hide that they're doing it, and they're also hitting a designated area, which would be the crops, right? So you don't want that to spread further than your crop range, as opposed to if you're going for mass mind control or you know, then you could release it at essentially any height and preferably a higher height so that way people don't ask any questions about it. So it's sheeple trails. So with the sheeple trails, let me ask then, because this is a question that I realized we did not bring up in our outline here. Uh, what are what are they doing with the mind control? What are they having us do? What is the purpose of it? So I think I, I was thinking about this too, because you hear mind control and you're kind of like, okay, no, that, that doesn't work. Right. Like it, it's just one of those things that's typically disregarded, but mind, mind control in, in this sense to me would be more associated with mood. If you can influence somebody's mood, then you have a better idea of what actions they'll tend to take. Right. You look at statistics and they say that, um, the highest um, suicide rate is in Seattle because it's always raining and everybody always gets sad and they get depressed, right? So you would think that that would play some role. So that I, and I think that's the reason why they tie together weather control and mind control with this whole chemtrails thing. Because if you can affect the weather, that can directly affect somebody's mood and directly affect their actions. So are they trying to depopulate certain areas then? Is that their goal? Um, depopulate? Yeah. I don't know if depopulate would necessarily... I'm sure it could, but I don't think that that would necessarily be in relation to... Okay. Well, it kind, of, it kind of makes sense with the, the weatherman thing, because if you think about it, the weatherman could be in control of these planes and they're, you know, doing mind control or controlling the weather or whatever. And the whole purpose is to get people to be more submissive to your order. And so they are using planes that look like just regular, like little planes that people typically own to do shit like that. Yeah. And if their whole purpose is world domination, right, which is allegedly what it is, the whole new world order thing, then you can easily turn around and like you just said, you know, if you're trying to make somebody more submissive, the typical person is not going to be outgoing socially and, and productive when it's raining outside. Statistically, that's yeah. just not the case. Seasonal affective disorder is what they call it. My like question, when it's darker or rainier or whatever. My question is still just what the end goal of it is, though. The end of the day. What world domination. Yeah, I think we just answered that question. But yeah, the, we literally the new just world told order you doesn't want skeptic. world domination, though. <laughs> you're skeptic. I, it's not about being skeptic. Like, I mean, they may be controlling us. I'm just saying, like, like in my head, because, like, they make people sad. Those people <laughs> commit suicide, right? Like, in theory, if they're doing that kind of thing, they'd be doing it, like, one person at a time. that's just an extreme. Okay. That's not, that doesn't have to necessarily be their goal, but that's an extreme just to prove the point of what it could be capable of. Okay. That's you making you shoot all you have to do is make somebody submissive. You okay. take away productivity, what's going to happen? Look at what's happened with this quarantine. Yeah. People have not been <laughs> anywhere near as productive as they should be. Right. Uh, no, that makes sense. Like, I can see, I can see what you're saying. Uh, anyway, you see Kim Kardashian? Yeah, I want to know about the Kim Kardashian, Kardashian thing because I did not 
see anything about that. And I don't like Kim Kardashian, but their just stupidity is astounding to me. <laughs> so if you look up Kim Trail videos, both, I, so I think it's Kim Kardashian and it's one of her sisters. I don't remember which one. Uh, they have Kim Trail videos uh, where they just- Kim, we got one of them. Yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> and they, they'll take videos, we're just recording planes going by in the sky, and they're like, it's so sad. Those are the chemtrails. Typical celebrity we'll, activism. We'll have to find one for this podcast and put it up oh. on the page just so people can yeah, see it. I'll take a note. Uh, I found another one while we're on this topic. I found uh, this one was a video of harp supposedly in action causing chemtrails in the sky as well because uh, that's something else harp can apparently do is cause chemtrails. Uh, and I... The amount of comments on that video that were like, this is exactly what's going on, were amazing. Uh, one of my favorites, though, is just one guy said, when I was younger, I've never seen clouds like this, and now you see them everywhere. Uh, and I just, I think it's funny, because people tend to just, like, take the conspiracy, and they're like, those clouds are definitely chemtrail clouds. But this was just, like, a blanket of chemtrail clouds. Like, if those are chemicals in the sky, he's dead. They're, they're everywhere. Um, but there are a lot of videos of chemtrails, to be fair because planes do have white streaks regardless of what it may be. Uh, I guess technically you can't prove what that is, but there are videos of chemtrails behind them, right? So, and I guess at the end of the day, everything is chemistry. So they are chemtrails. Um, so I guess if, if we're not gonna say that they're explicitly weathermen, which most sources don't, um, they kind of just start blaming it on rich people in general. Anybody that can afford to do stupid shit like this is probably in charge of the weather. Um, so we have like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and uh, I'm not going to forget to throw the Pope in there. You better throw the Pope in there because he you mean not you <laughs> mean reptilian pope. you mean the reptilian Pope who uses his weatherman underlings that use underground tunnels to travel across the country, secretly using planes to distract us while they drop trails of chemicals underneath us oh. that then grow through our soil. I think we just came up with the plot for the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> How does Spider-Man fight that exactly? That's a, but yeah, anyway. The Pope was definitely name dropped. Yes, I mean, it's fair. I mean, the Pope probably controls the weather for his nefarious purposes. <laughs> I don't think he necessarily has to be the weather. I just think that he controls most of the people and probably has ties to... Because what I was reading when I was reading about these families that you posted, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, um, I came across somebody who I will kick myself in the ass later for not putting his name down. But he essentially said that the entire world is governed behind the scenes by an elite group of like 6,000 people that essentially control like the, the the grander scheme of the entire global population. And they so go by a lot of names. Yeah. And it would go to his advantage because if you're controlling the weather and something bad happens, people are going to pray yeah. and yeah, look for some salvation or yeah. so. And yeah. not to mention you have like a ready-made following in Catholicism. Well, exactly. And that's what I was going to talk about is the fact that, um, People think that these groups are trying to like fabricate natural disasters in order to bring people together under like fear. Um, yeah. And in order to get people to look for that kind of guidance and to go to 
the rich people or the Pope or whoever to look for help. And um, there's one thing that I found called the resilience agenda. Uh, and I guess it's based off the idea that like these groups use the word like resilience in place of, um, I don't know, just being like a, a subdued public. Um, so they're trying to say that like um, cities need to be more resilient against disasters and that kind of thing. And there is something called the resilient, like 100 resilient cities. And it's supposed to help cities around the globe be less vulnerable to disasters. And DC is one of those cities and Rockefellers, the Rockefellers run that, that sect of the thing. But people think that it's actually, I guess they're trying to control the weather. The followers of this idea call themselves the resilience truthers, which I really <laughs> think it's hilarious when people use the word truther because it makes me think of dragon dust. Yes. <laughs> you calling me a liar? I ain't calling you a truther. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, the UN actually has passed a couple of things like Agenda 21 which is also known more realistically as sustainable development under uh, Bush, I think is when it came out. Um, it's a UN plan and it is supposed to help combat poverty, pollution, and, you know, like conserve natural resources and that kind of thing. But basically all people that are against that uh, are kind of just screaming fucking commies about it and say that it's a scheme of redistribution of wealth and it's going to, make everything worse and make everyone sheeple and we're all just being sheep to the government and that kind of thing. So um, just, just real quick, I want to go back to your um, resilience agenda. Yeah. One of, those thing, one of those things that kind of confuses me is it says that it's designed to like fabricate, well, in this case, weather disasters in order to try and unite the people through fear but you always i don't know i feel like you always see these stories where like something bad happens and that people unite for each other so i'm kind of wondering like was that a plan that like worked for them well <laughs> i don't know <laughs> because you would think that okay yeah fear obviously is is inherent in everybody and especially after a disaster i mean you look at you can even look as as close as recent events to as far back as you can possibly look and at the end of the day like when something bad happens human nature is to react with fear you know and then we want to protect ourselves and we want to prevent something like that from happening again and blah 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 same newsreel over and over but through through their plan that would be less than ideal because if we unite Either way, we're united, so I feel like it would be less of a less of an opportunity for them, I guess. Yeah, I think what their what their idea here, I guess, is that we're trying to make the people used to being like one conglomerate group and making them subdued to authority and government or whatever, so that when the new world order comes around and I don't know does their thing, we'll be more willing to accept it. So the question that kind of comes up with this to me is it's something that I was already wondering, but um, with your point, Angel, is what do they have to gain? Like when you think about USAF twenty twenty five, we think about the defense, uh, like the like the 
Secretary of Defense. Secretary of Defense, thank you. Uh, when, we, when we think about his briefing, what does the government gain or these secret societies gain from telling us that there's weather manipulation going on? Especially if they're trying to make us submissive and secretly submissive with things like chemtrails, what do they have to gain by telling us that there are methods of controlling us out there that we didn't previously know are you about. saying like they are telling us right now I mean, or they're, that they're planning on it? They've been telling us since 1997. He, I mean, that was a defense briefing yeah. from 1997. The USAF 2025 was released, I think, before that. Um, I think we aren't supposed to know, which was the point. But now their plan is kind of fucked. But if you really think about it, like those things came out, I mean, obviously it's not so long ago, but it came out long enough ago that if these people were really as powerful as people claim and expect them to be, they easily could have covered it up or turned it into some sort of a, of like a nonsensical agenda, I guess, you know, kind of take, right. take the wind out of its sails, you know what I mean? Instead of yeah. just leaving it out there. So one of the things that we, that Celine and I were talking about earlier was what if they're like making money off of just feeding us these low level conspiracies? Because you think about it now, especially in the age of information, anybody can go on the internet and post whatever the hell they want. And the loudest person in the room is always going to garner attention, right? But if the New World Order or the Illuminati or whoever it is controls marketing, which is one of the things that they are saying mind control is, is through marketing, um, which I think is a fair point, but we'll get to that some other time. <clears throat> then uh, if they control marketing, then they're probably making a killing off of that because all they have to do is promote those conspiracies and slap that on as clickbait and people are going to click. And then that ad revenue kicks in. And like I said, the loudest person in the room is always going to garter attention. You start yeah. screaming about weather control. People are going to click. So I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, what you're talking, there's a, there's a specific government term for it, but I mean, you can also say like a red herring as well yeah. where like you're distracting someone. I can't remember. We talked about it in our Richard Doty episode back with the men in black. Uh, I don't remember what it's actually called, but it's, it's an operation to basically lie to people. Uh, we also talked about it a little bit. We didn't bring up the term or anything, but we talked about it battle of LA, how there's a possibility that the whole intention of certain things going on was to round up yeah. Japanese, uh, Japanese civilians. Yeah. And then even if they, even if this conspiracy is a, a leak that they just weren't able to prevent for whatever reason, or, you know, drown out for whatever reason, it's also one of those things like we're sitting here talking about it, but at the same time, is it realistic? You know, you slap names like mind control on it. And I mean, literally, I think I included this in the notes here, but when I, <laughs> When I went and looked up, I, I Googled weather modification and the next four or five things that popped up were invisibility, teleportation, x-ray vision, and telepathy. Yeah. They literally had comic book pictures for each one of these topics. Hmm. So like you look conspiracy it up Conspiracy buzzwords almost. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like immediately just your it's like subliminally just trying to tell you like, oh yeah, weather modification. Yeah, it's right there with x-ray vision. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Superman can control the weather if he just blows really cold. Exactly. <laughs> That's a fair enough point. Uh, I was just trying to, you, you said Superman and we just rewatched the, the end scene of Superman Returns when he fights a sewer fire. Uh, yeah. 
not the best scene in a super bad movie. Yeah. Um, not the worst, though. <laughs> not, you know, not the worst. But yeah, no, so I mean, that is fair. Like, I mean, going into multiple aspects there, like either red herrings or kind of, there's also the idea of giving people the exact information that they want and then them not believing it because it sounds absurd. Yeah. There's also that. I mean, and when we're talking about weather control too, there's also possibilities that they're covering up other ideas. Um, like you talked about briefly, you brought up like using the harp, using that to shoot radio waves up and then back down. And we're not just talking about like storms and stuff like that. I mean, the idea behind that one is that you can trigger earthquakes doing that. Yeah, so, just like natural disasters in general. I mean, right. If you can trigger any, earthquakes, you can trigger tsunamis and all kinds of shit. Yeah, any sort of seismic activity is like, prone to be just unstable for the entire area right there's not a whole lot of control that you can have no matter how many radio waves you shoot at it like that can get out of hand easily yeah and and there are a few other things that go into it that we'll kind of talk about towards the end uh once we we go into some debunking stuff uh there are so a few other things that heart could be used for yeah uh resilience agenda it um yeah it was hard to wrap my head around because it seemed more like it was like Bush released some policies and a bunch of left-wingers were like, fuck you. But, uh, I mean, I guess there's some people who genuinely believe that the Rockefellers are trying to control the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one, one such person, and this is going to take kind of a, a, a serious turn, but I don't know if you guys remember the uh, LAX killer, the guy who went crazy at the airport and tried to kill a bunch of TSA agents. His name was... I vaguely remember that. His name was Paul Ciencia. I might be pronouncing that last name wrong, but that's what it looks like to me. So the part that I think is kind of fishy is when I looked into him, he had no sort of background of being like an extremist. He was in no like obvious, um, I guess, terrorism related, like online groups, no sort of history relating to any of that. But when the FBI went and searched through his stuff, they, they actually got a warrant for his phone. And they went through his entire house and couldn't find it. And then they ended up finding his phone in his best friend's car and like the backseat of his best friend's car or something like that. And uh, it was attached to like a, a one-page letter. And in that letter, he referenced the New World Order, like directly by name. Hmm. And um, that led me down kind of a, a little rabbit hole. But basically he said um, that their manipulation of the U.S. government to control marketing and to increase gun control. And um, it did say that he referenced weather control. But <laughs> again, that took me down a rabbit hole. But essentially like what it led me to was everybody, well, not everybody, but a popular claim is that TSA agents are the enforcers basically of this which i think is kind of i or at least i thought was kind of weird at first because tsa agent doesn't really seem like they'd have a whole lot of control but then you think about the access they have to airports and you know that that kind of thing it could tie into chemtrails and weather control in that aspect yeah. but yeah, yeah that if was, you look at it the whole denver airport is full of the illuminati apparently <laughs> it is legitimately filled with uh what are they called? What's your cult that your family's on? Oh, that's not a cult. What's the Freemasons? <laughs> the Freemasons are a cult. They dress up in robes and do rituals. I don't know what else you call that. I don't think any of my family's in it anymore. Well, your family wasn't. So. <laughs> wow. 
Anyway. So what is the Sky River Project with the 2008 Olympics? That sounds really interesting. Yeah. So that was, I think I kind of brought it up earlier, but China has like openly experimented and succeeded at this point. Um, and they even... They claim to have perfected the yeah. weather manipulation. Because there, there are other countries and other areas that are experimenting with weather manipulation and, and weather control. Like, uh, I know you put something in our notes here about Abu Dhabi has been doing it since 2010, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I Dubai think. has been doing it since yeah. 2010. Yeah. But um, China's been doing it for a long, long time. And even as far as the 2008 Olympics, they manipulated the weather to ensure that they would have no rain. I was not able to find any information on how exactly they prevented rain, but I did find a lot of information on how they're causing rain. Um, so, and that is the Sky River Project. So the Sky River Project is essentially they're taking this massive area that, that is roughly the size of Alaska and they are creating rainfall. And what they do is they have these um, chambers, these large chambers, and they, they do it both through plane, but they also use ground artillery to literally just launch it into the atmosphere. But what they're doing is they're releasing silver iodide particles, and they act as a nucleating point for condensed water. So um, for people who don't know what a, a nucleating point is, um, I actually, watched a cooking video pretty recently that brought this up and they they say when you make pasta or, or anything that you're boiling you add salt to your water and if you notice once the water is like reaching a rolling boil and you add salt it starts to almost fizz and that salt what it does is it acts as a nucleating point so it causes that evaporation to happen more rapidly because of the chemical reaction with the salt and so they didn't want to write the full explanation there. Um, but yeah, it, and essentially what they did it with silver iodide. And then I think Celine, you said something about, they said they perfected it by also by, well, by the salt. Yeah, yeah. By also launching salt. And so with these chambers, which by the way, they put in tens of thousands of these chambers throughout the entire Tibetan mountain range and the plains surrounding it. And they're producing, each chamber is designed to produce three miles worth of clouds. That's no Fuck. small cloud. Yeah. And uh, once these clouds are unstable, obviously, the, it, it turns into rainfall. So per year with these chambers, they're able to produce 10 billion cubic meters of rainfall per year. And for them, that's roughly 7% of their total water consumption for their population. And keep in mind, that was as of 2018. So Which could explain why they grow so much damn rice over there. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they need all they that need rainfall. That yeah. That's interesting. I enjoy your phrase. It's literally a metric fuck ton of water. <laughs> yeah, right? Because it literally is. I mean, I think that's really wild because like if they've implanted all these chambers in the mountains that means they're basically destroying the ecosystem to create an ecosystem yeah which but it's seems counterproductive supply and demand right like they don't need what's on those mountains right now they need the water well yeah. it's it's also interesting because you brought up you said it's the tibetan mountains yeah uh yeah that's a i mean that's a huge territory problem for china 
uh, is they often are fighting over territory in the Tibetan mountains. So being able to take control of that by making it maybe undesirable with so much, like with so many weather patterns and things like that as well, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. In theory. And if they can essentially control an Alaska sized area and the weather in that area, it's going to be a lot harder for an opponent to try and go in there when they yeah. know exactly where their limits are and, and what range and how to interfere with their planes. Yeah. If you can fuck it up enough, you could probably cause a pretty gnarly lightning storm. It yeah. specifically reminds me, speaking of lightning storms, it specifically reminds me again of USAF uh, 2025, where in there, one of the details is that the U.S. should have weather manipulation to fight drug smuggling in countries like Colombia. Uh, the reason why is because drug smuggling pilots refuse to fly out of Colombia when there are thunderstorms, and there are thunderstorms frequently. So if you can make those almost happen indefinitely, you can get the smugglers to quit flying. So it's a way to combat that sort of terrorism. Rupture the entire drug trade out of there. Right, yeah. So and it's exactly, it sounds like what China's doing in their own way, whether they have another intention beyond just making water or not. I mean, we also talked about, you know, at the very, very beginning, them building an artificial sun. It's like they're building their own artificial ecosystem entirely. Like they would have full control over exactly what they want. Well, I want to know how they were able to apparently ensure rain-free Olympics. Yeah, and that, like I said, that was something I couldn't really find. Well, it's like kind of like what we were talking about earlier when Celine said, why can't we make it like a desert? Like, how did they get rid of rain? Because I guess if you could do that somewhere that is like hot, but often gets a lot of rain that would like balance it out. You could totally fuck up an ecosystem. I remember reading specifically about, uh, this was like a year ago. I remember or, like, reading destroy about- destroy crops that way. Yeah, I remember reading about the Chinese experimenting with uh, like dissipating clouds basically. And it's similar to, I don't remember the exact like scientific methods, like with your, like with what you had laid out for how they create the water. But I mean, basically it's like insert science here. They shoot something into the clouds <laughs> and it breaks up the clouds. And that's essentially what they're doing. It's just the reverse of what they're doing to build this. My, one of my questions to that, and obviously this is going off slightly on a tangent, but if China's able to, able to produce 10 billion cubic meters of water, why is that technology not being put to use elsewhere? Areas where there's droughts. I mean, California is just gone through a huge drought and I mean we're still technically not out of it but if that technology is accessible and obviously the conspiracy is that the U.S. government is already using it that's right part of what we're talking about here today why would they not just openly say like hey like we might have a solution well that would be a part of the whole control thing why would they give us what we want when exactly. yeah when they because can, they're they're trying yeah. to create the disasters and like dun, 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 dun. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we won't give you the technology to fix it because you're already fucked anyway. So and you all got cancer. So and you all got cancer. <laughs> and everybody still keeps moving here. Why drop rain when you can drop cancer? That's that's one of the scariest things I think we've said on here honestly because it is kind of it is weird that california is riddled it seems with cancer because i'm also the water supply is also problematic with it, yeah i 
<laughs> I can't wait for like that next wave of veganism. Like instead of just constantly talking about doing CrossFit and being a vegan. Yeah, well, I eat cancer-free tacos. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just like now we have like organic vegetables at the grocery store, cancer-free organic vegetables <laughs> instead. Yeah. A subdivision of a subdivision. Now that's a conspiracy I want to talk about. Mm. Why is everything in California causing cancer? That, that is for another day. All right. Uh, so who the fuck are the weathermen? That's the question. It's, and the honest answer is we still don't really know. I think no. it's a little bit, a little bit of everybody. Because not they, the rich, the government, whoever it may be, they don't all have a common goal. They just all have like separate, separate agendas. So it could be a little bit of everybody and that's what's really fucking us up. Everybody's trying to, the rich want to make it sunny. The government wants to make it rainy. You never know. Yeah. Part, I mean, part of me honestly feels like it's probably just like a generic term for yeah. anybody that's attempting to control the weather. It doesn't have to be like a specific group. It might just be more of like a, like I said, a generic term for this conspiracy and in controlling the weather. Exactly. And yeah. I, I think it, like Celine said, it's probably just a bunch of people. And you can use the term weathermen just to say, like, they're trying to ruin us by controlling the weather. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cam. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I, I think those are pretty much, that explains what the weathermen are. I mean, they can also be specific agents of the NWO if you want to go with that. I mean, they don't necessarily have to be, though. I, I think... I, what it sounds like what we've come across here before we get to anything like debunking wise uh, at the end here is it sounds like the weatherman is the term for agents for multiple different types of people, whether that be privatized companies or different countries and their militaries. They're, they all have their own form, it seems, of weathermen, regardless of what you want to look at. They have badges. <laughs> if you successfully cause a rainstorm, you get a weatherman pin. They have like the little Boy Scout sash that they can like. Yeah. Every now and then they get sad clouds for doing a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, you hit the couches in California with cancer instead of making rain. Bad match. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, but let's. You decide. You decide, but not <laughs> before listening to why some of this might be bullshit. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Cloud seeding is real. We've already talked about that. Cloud seeding is very real. Um, yeah. But a lot of times they seem to have not as nefarious purposes for cloud seeding. Like I've heard the Dubai thing before. They've been doing it for a while. Um, I guess they use planes. Uh, they use both planes and they use the rockets like Angel was talking about as well. They can actually like fire little tiny missiles into their clouds. But they've actually done their environments good because they've actually increased agriculture and plant life and... Yeah. quality of air and like all that kind of stuff it's the only reason why dubai is currently livable is pretty much the thought so yeah and china needs to do it <laughs> and i mean yeah i mean we talked about the, there are so there are real things going on here i mean cloud seeding absolutely real china building a sun is very real uh whether or not they're secretly going to use that as like a laser is another thing entirely but I think that there are definitely there are definitely real things there, and governments have definitely been looking into this since at least the '90s. I mean, we know that, or even earlier than that. Um, but when talking about this kind of stuff, there is there are problems that come up, like in every conspiracy, where there's things like the chemtrails, for instance. Now we brought up that 
chemtrails can be caused by like condensation in the engines is the thought, right? That's what you're actually seeing, which is why they tend to dissipate behind the plane so quickly. It's because condensation is not going to last very long once the object's not there. Uh, or because it spreads through the atmosphere. Or because it spreads through the atmosphere. Uh, now, one of the things, though, is a lot of times people, they use uh, pictures of these rippled clouds. Uh, and like they like in the harp video that I watched, the harp in action video, it was just all of these rippled clouds. Uh, however, there are answers for that, specifically two different types of cloud combinations that cause these odd clouds that look like multiple chemtrails just flying through your sky. One of those is a hazy cirrocumulus, and the other one is an altostratus undulatus, undulatus, enchilada, something like that. <laughs> uh, but these are common. Altostratus enchilada, that's what I see in most. <laughs> Specific kinds of clouds that look that way, just because. They look that way. And if you want to go into chemtrails and whether or not they, like people could say, well, those are just created now by chemtrails, specifically hazy cirrocumulus has been around since 1905 at least. There are pictures from a book in 1905 on different cloud formations that I found, and there are pictures in them of these different cloud formations. They look exactly the same as the heart video that I found. So they've been around since uh, basically before the U.S. military ever had planes. So the U.S. military did not get planes until 1909. Basically, Cam says that's what they claim. That's what they claim, but I mean, but I don't think they were for me. This Cameron, okay, Angel. What about, what about balloons? All right, so you're like you're talking about like an army of children with tiny balloons, and they like let them go. I'm just saying it would be just as, it it would be a little bit more, well, I guess a little bit less efficient than using a plane, obviously, because you could cover a much larger area. But if you're going to sit here and try and tell me that there would have been no other way for the U.S. military to launch chemicals into the sky, I would have to call bullshit, my friend. But can they, did they have enough of a way to feasibly create like 13 miles worth of chemtrail clouds at that time? I would venture and guess and say yes. Like I said, less efficient, but doable? Absolutely. Okay. So is it possible? You know what? I will give you that. I'll submit it is Thank possible. You. It's probably the chemtrails that are making you, know, me submit. you submitted yeah. because of the chemtrail in your area. Yeah, exactly. That's if I go look outside right now, I see clouds. I mean, I don't know what they're from. So caused you to be submissive, buddy. That's that's what it is. Okay, fine. So the, were there ways technically? Yes. Were they feasible ways? Not necessarily. Now you've got me wondering whether or not those kids that always lose their balloons, like whether or not they're secret agents that are releasing chemtrails into the sky. Next time, Master like Chief, you start him at a young age. Yeah. Ne next time you see one, tackle him, and then ask him who he works for. <laughs> That's what I think you should do. Great idea. Good thing and I remember that. <laughs> if he says the government, then you've got me, and you have officially. If he says the government, you'll probably never hear from me again. That seems fair. Uh, okay, but Harp is suspicious. Harp is suspicious. Yeah. Because like that whole ordeal is like. We're trying to be secret at this point. Yeah. Deny, 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 but give no explanation as to why. Yeah. Right. The fact that they wouldn't say, like, really what they're trying to use it for is suspicious. And I think, so we talked about this. We said we were going to bring it back up. I think that the European government actually understood completely what the U.S. was using this for, which is why the U.S. would not give direct answers, which is yeah. not necessarily weather control, but a more realistic approach here is that that thing is powerful enough to shoot a radio signal up 
and bounce it back down into the ground. And what that does is it could, in theory, be used as sonar to find bases on pretty much anywhere on the planet. So if they directed it properly, they could find what they were looking for. And I also think if you're going to be talking about radio waves, you have to imagine that it could tie into communication, whether it be interfering with communication or trying to tap into somebody else's communication. Yeah. Application. I, I'm sure it at least had to have like crossed somebody's mind, like, hey, radio waves, radio waves. Like, to me, that would be logical if I was in charge of the U.S. government. Well, and actually, like speaking of that crossing people's minds, currently China is trying to build the same exact type of tower or same exact type of signal booster at the South Pole. And the specific reason for that is because the U.S. government, specifically, their satellites often fly over the South Pole. So you could disrupt them with just a simple shot. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Satellites. And, but, I mean, again, the U.S. government claims that's not what these do. But, I mean, if China's building them to do that specifically, then they can at least do well, that. Well, like, I think they were trying to get away with it by saying, but we only use 3 million watts. So, like, the point is that the, the thing has the capability. Yeah. To do and that's what it really all comes down to is the potential of the device. Right. Because all it's going to take is one Cheeto to get into elected into office <laughs> and say, hey, we should use this for that. And then all of your, well, we only use just goes to shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, so Harp is definitely, I mean, it's one that, it's one that like sometimes we get things on the show that you can't really explain away. And I think Harp is one of those that you cannot easily explain away. You can give reasons why they're not using it for weather manipulation. However, you cannot explain away people saying they are using it for weather manipulation. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of where that one lies. Yeah, the only thing I wanted to rebring up is Celine, did you find like how much did you find on them killing whales using electromagnetic? Um, I just found out one I didn't look too much into it, but I did find just one article talking about how during a certain time like a bunch of whales were just jumping out of the ocean and they believed that it was just in Alaska, I think they had um they were shooting um the government supposedly was shooting electromagnetic waves and it made the whales come out supposedly and guess where harp is located in alaska alaska yeah i didn't i actually didn't look too much into it but i did find that and i just found i mean it was pretty pretty interesting kind of tied it together yeah that kind of just implies that they were using something strong enough i mean a whale is a pretty fucking huge creature to murder yeah, and for it to like swim even close to this to the shore yeah I mean, at that point, it would back away. <laughs> you have me questioning now whether they are trying to like Aquaman this because as I looked this up and I started reading about it, I fell down a different rabbit hole over the course of like three minutes. And the interesting thing is that we think that solar storms, based off the National Geographic article, they think that solar storms uh, can throw off whales' navigation. So I'm almost wondering like if they're using this as a method to divert paths for animals into certain areas whether that be to like harvest certain types of animals for yourself keep them out of other people's uh, ocean borders things like that that's it's got me thinking or that could have just been an unintentional side effect of whatever it was they were trying to do it, yeah, that's, that's kind of what i was thinking be slightly more realistic um because if anything if you're going to shoot electromagnetic waves into the ocean my first thought would be submarines 
That's also you, a good point. You can wipe out an entire fleet of submarines if you can get an electromagnetic wave to ripple. Exactly. And the thing that's on the opposite side of the ocean from Alaska is Russia. Yeah. Not to mention the battle for things like Antarctica, where if you're able to throw off the someone's ability to secretly sneak things in. Yeah. You and can I might definitely... be wrong, but I swear I remember like that being uh, brought up, like videos of whales being washed up for a short period of time and then they yeah. stopped. So. Yeah, I, I vaguely feel like it, it definitely brought like memories back of, yeah. of a similar thing. Well, I, I found pictures, I, f I found pictures today, earlier before we started this, of whales washed up on shore and I didn't really, I was looking for like a reason but nobody gave me that one. But no one really gave a reason for it. They just said a bunch of whales kept washing up on shore. But like one I found was if the whale was like in the middle of the island, it wasn't even on yeah, the shore. Absolutely which was a weird one. Um, but yeah, so there, there's definitely some weirdness there. But I just want to bring it back up. I want to touch on it again at the end because it's definitely interesting. Uh, the last thought, unless you guys have anything else that I wanted to just kind of leave with this, uh, is in terms of weird weather patterns, uh, we've had some strange happenings in this country as well. Like, for instance, it's rained frogs before. We know that, which is most likely a hurricane lifting up frogs, dropping them. Uh, however... There's one that I will talk about eventually on this podcast. I want to do a whole episode dedicated to it. But there's another one called the Oakville Blob. And it basically rained little gel particles all over a city. And not just one time, over the course of something like three weeks. And the strangest thing, just the last thing I'll say about it, and we can talk about it more on a different podcast eventually, uh, is that those, those little gel blobs were eventually found to have white blood cells in them. Mm -hmm. oh. which is fascinating right. right so we know that there's weird things that go on we know that there's there's got to be some kind of strange experiments that's just one of those examples uh like i said look out for that because like we'll we'll look into that eventually but yeah i i think is that everything we've got though yeah i think all that's left now is for everybody to say what side of the conspiracy they live on yeah cool angel start I do believe in weather control to an extent right. because obviously there is proof of successful weather manipulation. I do not, however, believe in weather men, I think. I think that part's a little bit more loose for me and it's a lot easier. I mean, if you guys listen to when I was on the Battle of LA podcast, um, it definitely, for me, for me, it definitely just goes back to mistrust of the government. And I feel like that's a lot bigger of a part as opposed to a secret society of weather manipulation um, group, I guess. So that's where I stand on this one. Okay. Yeah. Celine. I, I don't know. I, I think I do also believe in weather, weather control, weather manipulation, but I don't agree with every everything we've mentioned here. Like, I don't think the elite or the or the uh, rich are doing it. I do think I do believe it's the government. I will say that I do believe it's the government. There's so much things that we don't know, and I will just end it there. I do believe it's the government. <laughs> just in case you didn't hear, she does believe it's the government, <laughs> which I think is also fair. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the New World Order either. I don't think we're trying to dominate the Earth or whatever. 
Um, but I do think like it's obvious we have the ability to do some kind of weather control. And the problem is just like, have we been told everything we're allowed to do or able to do? And like, how much can we actually do? Is there a possibility that some dumb fuck is going to accidentally cause a tornado or something ridiculous like that? Um, is there the possibility that we can do eco warfare? Who knows? Yeah. But if, I think if some dumb fuck does cause a tornado or a hurricane or an earthquake. Will they ever actually tell us? Exactly. So I mean, I think I think the government is vicious, and I think that's believable. But yeah, yeah I don't think the Rockefellers are doing anything. They're too fucking rich to care. Yeah, they're too busy <laughs> rolling in their money. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I pretty much agree with a lot of that, uh, with a lot of those sentiments. I mean, we know, I mean, th there's things that you can't like deny. We can't just be like, we don't believe in any of this because cloud seeding is real. Uh, breaking apart clouds, like dissipating clouds is apparently real. You can build a fake sun, which can control your heat and control your light. Uh, and cloud seeding also, like one thing that people should realize is that in order to use it for warfare, it wouldn't take much because like, Minimal effects of cloud seeding can start within 30 minutes, which is quick. Yeah. Uh, you can completely destroy an area's like climate in 30 minutes. Yeah. So I, I think that those types of things are real. Whether or not there's someone actively using it right now for warfare, I don't know if that's true. I think we would have seen a better example of that by now. Um, I think the theory is that there might be an ability to use it for warfare, which is where all the conspiracies come from. Right. I, also, I mean, on that end, I also think that if there's a lot of, I, I guess, quote unquote, better choices in order for, for bio warfare, yeah. um, as opposed to using weather, because that would probably be one of the most obvious ones as to whether it was natural or it was not. I right. mean, they've grown home country you're gonna as a governing body you're gonna know if you were cloud seeding and the easiest way like if you just get this unexpected throw in weather the easiest way is to collect data from that weather and you if, if you're launching if somebody's launching silver iodide into your skies you're going to be able to find traces of that silver iodide so yeah yeah and like i want to know too where that line is where like i mean if one if one side is hitting you with clouds and rain and just like pouring rain but your side knows how to dissipate them like i mean at that point are you just creating rain getting rid of it like yeah yeah so <laughs> that'd be an interesting I, it would be the most boring battle ever that's <laughs> just a bunch of people it just sounds like a pokemon battle to me it would have been a much safer like battle of la where like they just keep making it rain and then they get rid of the rain it's just on and off all night are you smokescreen? And that's why I don't think the rich are doing it, because if it's just a small amount of people versus the government, which I think is bigger amount of people making decisions, like the rich would just be changing it constantly where the government can control it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was, I don't know if it was easy to tell. Hopefully Cam can edit this better, but it was really hard for me to sound like I believed anything about what I was saying with the rich people. <laughs> because it just is, I don't know, that was stupid. If I want to go into my conspiracy brain, 
what I could say about the rich people is that they're actually using HARP to create earthquakes throughout California to level certain areas that they want to then buy up as property, make into golf courses and parking lots. But I can case, there's also easier ways to just throw money at it because we have a local wine company who will remain unnamed that literally just paid money to bulldoze mountains not that far from here in order to plant grapes. Cool. So there's more more ways than weather manipulation to get that done. Oh yeah. That's true. I'm just saying like Well it's like mean, the thing too, like with the rich people they have money. With the elite they can just throw money at it. Yeah, but like what do you give as a gift to rich people when they have everything? You give them a giant laser beam <laughs> that can create earthquakes and kill whales? Alright, so the blob. What was that? Oh, blob. The blob. What was the blob? No, not really. It was a movie. Okay. Uh, the blob was a movie. Anyway. Uh, sewer creature grows bigger as kind of be goes Shut along. up. Thanks for listening to the podcast, friends. This has been a weather conspiracy. Thank you to you, Angel and Celine. What? Conspiracy, what? Thank you for having me on. Fuck your reality. Yeah, thank you guys for being on. Uh, as always, let us know whether or not you believe it. Ha, whether or not you believe it. Uh, yeah. Oh, funny. Uh, yeah, make those comments rain and other weather puns. Uh, thank you for listening. Follow us on our social medias. We're on a whole bunch of stuff. If you listen to our old episodes, don't believe Jason. We are not on MySpace. We should be. I don't know why we're not. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all we've got for you today. Thank you. And stay stitious. I'm Allie, that's Cam. That's, that's Angel, that's Salim. Bye. 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 Bye.